Welcome to the Ask the Experts podcast. Here's Karen Bhatia. And thank you so much for joining me. We're going to do something a little bit different on the pod. Obviously, you're used to hearing some combat sports interviews, MMA, boxing. This week, we're going to be talking about New York sports. We're going to be talking about the Jets, the Yankees, the Mets, Knicks, all of it. And I was lucky enough to chat with Dexter Henry on SNY and New York Post. It's called The Rapid Rundown. We go through some of the biggest topics in all of sports. In New York sports, we're going to talk about our takes on the Jets, Knicks, all of it. So if you're interested, please keep listening. We'll get back to combat sports next week on the podcast but this week we're talking all sports so let's get into it here is my conversation with dexter henry dexter long time coming i'm glad we're doing this in person man i know we have connected for people don't know we've connected before online through linkedin and we're fans of each other's work and we finally got you here on the rapid rundown glad to have you man yeah, man, I know you're the hardest working man in television. You're grinding. I, I, I see that. you. So let's do this. <laughs> you too. I'm just trying to be like you, man. I'm just trying to be like you. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving holiday. Hope that was well for you, too. Um, but we got a lot to get into this week. There's a lot to talk about in the show, including the Mets and the Yankees, who they should pursue in free agency, the Knicks and how their plays as we're approaching the end of the first full month of the NBA season. But first, you know, what we got to talk about, guys. We got to talk about the performance of the Jets current on Black Friday. Yes. Now, it was not a good Black Friday for the New York Jets. The Jets are now 4-7 and seven on the season after losing to the Dolphins 34-13. I got to ask you this. <laughs> this, is, this is the question the Jets fans want to know. Are the Jets finished, or do you still have hope that they can have a December playoff run? Yeah, absolutely. So we mentioned Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving was amazing, right? Then we get to Black Friday. The Jets play. I'm a longtime suffering Jets fans. I know. I know. There's a lot of us in New York. Uh, that wasn't. That wasn't so great. So the question is, are they finished or do we have hope? So I'm. I'm going to say this. The Jets are finished, but there is hope, and I'm going to explain that to you. Okay. Here's the hope. The hope lies in Aaron Rodgers and his comeback and what he can do for this team. Most likely, almost definitely, probably close to mathematically, the playoffs are not happening this year. But what can happen is Aaron Rodgers on the comeback trail. His comeback has already been surpassing anyone before this to this point. He's been rehabbing four hours a day. He calls himself a stubborn patient. Four hours a day, then does swimming, then does the hyperbaric chamber. He's doing all of that. And we've seen him come out to these events. He's walking, then he's walking without crutches, then he's throwing balls. He's, he's getting us all excited for what could be. So here's the hope part. He comes back, we win some games, and we look forward to next season and say, hey, all of this misery was maybe worth it for Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so I'm glad you clarified on yes. that. The hope for him coming back is not this year. Yes. Like some Jets fans are hoping that it comes back in December. No. You're talking about the hope for next year. Okay, yes. I feel like that's rational and reasonable. <laughs> but getting back to the rational and reasonable, we look at this Jets offense, right? They struggled again on Friday mm -hmm. with Tim Boyle under center. We know all the things that have gone on with Zach Wilson, Curran. What's the answer for the Jets at quarterback for the rest of the season? Should they stick with Tim Boyle, who they announced will get to start in the next game against Atlanta, or should they pivot to somebody else, Trevor Simeon? Should they go back to Zach Wilson? What do you think they should do at quarterback? Yeah, here's the answer for the Jets at quarterback, and, and I, I think it's kind of like by committee in a way. It's pass the baton 
to Aaron Rodgers. So let's get a warm body in there and pass the baton to Aaron Rodgers. Does it matter if it's Zach Wilson? Does it matter if it's Trevor Simeon? Tim Boyle. Actually, I will say, I saw some good things from Tim Boyle. One, one of those things was he got a first down in the opening drive. That's actually rare. That Jets fans, that's what we have to, to go by now. That, that's our scale of success. At the same time, we've seen Zach Wilson a couple times throughout this season. What's one thing that he's had an issue with? Quick decision making, right? And actually, Tim Boyle was about to take a sack, a safety in his own end zone, and he was able to get the ball out. That's impressive. Also, fourth quarter, yes, it was garbage time, but we saw a touchdown, a touchdown to Garrett Wilson from Tim Boyle. So I'm encouraged as an optimistic Jets fan. Now, at the same time, of course, Trevor Simeon also there. So I actually looked up some stats of Trevor Simeon. I can, can, I, can I read? Yes, yeah, yeah, so, sure, please. So in, in 2021 in New Orleans, he started four games, okay? 11 TDs, okay? Not, 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 too der- not, not terrible. Um, Oh, sorry, excuse me. So let's, let's go back. 2016, Denver. 2016. Okay. 2016, 14 games, 18 TDs, 10, 10 interceptions. Okay. 2017, 10 games, okay? 12 TDs, 14 interceptions. Ooh, not necessarily going the right way. 2021, New Orleans, Trevor Simeon, okay? Four games started, 11 TDs, three interceptions. So you're like, okay, maybe there's something there. Maybe he gained some experience along the way, had decent success more recently, and maybe we can see what he has. But at the end of the day, I don't think it matters. I think it's just about moving it forward, getting Rodgers back. Getting Rodgers back. Okay, so you're giving the Jets fans some hope with this. And you know what I learned from all that you said, all the stats that you brought up, current. Yes. Jets quarterback play just simply has not been good this year. It's been it's been very disappointing for the Jets fan. But you think there's hope. You think there's light at the end of the tunnel here. Well, I think it's it's going to be a very uphill battle no matter who quarterback is because we know the offensive line is what it is. And it's not helping these quarterbacks out. Now, at the same time, we've seen young talent and young stars trying to make their way, but you need quick decision-making. It doesn't matter how good your arm is. And actually, I'm going to say something. Maybe, maybe this is a little controversial, but I actually Uh-oh. think – how good Zach Wilson's arm is, is hurting him. And uh, and I'll tell you why. I think he knows that at the last second, he can get that ball out and throw it 60 yards if he needs to. And I think that's hurting the decision-making a little bit. It's it's not just one, two, boom. It's knowing that, hey, I could could sling this sidearm if I need to. And I I think one thing that Zach could do is is spend some time on the bench now, learn a little bit, and hopefully he can learn from Rodgers going forward. Hopefully we will see. Jets fans, they always want some hope. And Kern's <laughs> out here giving the people some hope. Not, not a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all. Okay, now let's talk about the New York Knicks, Kern. Yes. They finished a five-game road trip earlier this week in Minnesota. They finished 3-2, and two, wrapping up their road trip. Pretty successful there. Then they come back home. They have a huge comeback win over the Heat. Helped them stay alive in the in-season tournament. How big was the team's victory over the heat on Friday night. And do you think that win, that kind of win, can spark this team going forward? The win for the Knicks was huge against Miami, right? Because of a lot of reasons. One, it was a comfort behind win. At one point, they were outscored 37 to 20. They came back from 21 points. They, they came out of half, the Knicks did, looking very flat. And Miami was dominating that third quarter. But the Knicks came back. And I think that's, that's, that cannot be overstated. That, that's an amazing accomplishment. You had the road trip, you came home, you're playing a tough team, and you're able to come back. Now, one thing Jalen Brunson said after the game, he said th- th- they were asked, uh, what was motivating you? And he said, hey, in the crowd, there was a fan who said, hey, this is embarrassing. Okay, and that motivated Jalen Brunson and the Knicks to come back. So here's, here's my proposition, Dexter, and tell me if you join me in this. All right, let me hear Let's plant some more fans at every game there to say go. this is embarrassing and motivate the Knicks to come back like they did. You know what? 
I'm here for that. Let's get more <laughs> fans that can empower Jalen Brunson to yeah. be as clutch as he was in the fourth quarter. There. And see, it can work, Curran. Yes. Fans can hold players accountable, say they can play better. Jalen Brunson didn't turn around. He didn't give him the thumbs down like some other athletes have done. <laughs> he didn't do that at all whatsoever. He took it and raised his game another level. I'm, I'm with you on this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even maybe in here, we'll have some, some fans in here say, hey, your, your recap, embarrassing, we'll, we'll step it up another level. So Hey, I'm f- if that's going to make the show better, if that's going to make our performance better, I'm here for that all, all the way. Hopefully my production team behind agrees with that too, but we, we will see. I got to ask you this on the Knicks, right? Because they're 9-6 and six right now. Yep. What do you make of the team and where they are? They've had some pretty good wins. Um, how good do you think that they can be as we close out the first full month of the season of NBA action that we're seeing in November? How good do you think this Knicks team can be? Yeah, I think the Knicks have a chance to, to do something here. They have a promising opportunity here. And, and they're now 9-6, and six, as you mentioned. They're actually second place in their bracket in the in-season tournament. They're behind Milwaukee, so that's a big deal. They're ahead of Miami now, right? So that's something to build on. And the biggest thing is they showed heart. They showed they're scrappy. They showed that they're not – you can never count them out, even if they look so deflated, right? Knicks teams in the past, in so many years past, we've, we've gone through some, some difficult-to-deal-with Knicks teams as fans, and you don't expect that comeback to happen. The comeback happened. So – I think the hope is alive, and I think it's also so early, so I think it's an exciting time to be a Knicks fan, especially after last night. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's an exciting time to be a Knicks fan. It was a really good win for them against the Miami Heat. The future looks bright. I know Knicks Nation is pumped up about this, but you said you made a key word. It's still early, but when it's early, Curran, you've got some hope. And that's not that. You talked about with the Jets. I think the hope for the Knicks. Hope. Is a that's bit. our theme today. That's hope. our team, the theme today. It's, it's yes. hope, right? Hope for it's, New York fans. Hope. hope for New York fans. And we'll get to if New York fans should have hope or <laughs> not a little bit later. We'll talk about that. For the Knicks fan right now, yeah. the hope is good. Okay. Let's talk some New York baseball, yeah. Curran. Both the Mets and the Yankees are reportedly interested in Japanese star Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Yep. And... He is the prize, a crown jewel in terms of pitching on the free agent market right now. Do you think the 25-year-old pitcher will be a better fit in the Bronx? Or is he a better fit in Queens next season? Yeah, so I think Yamamoto will be a great fit in New York. I think he can do a lot of things here in this market. Come over here. We've seen players from Japan do it before and become stars here on a global level. Now, is it a better fit for the Bronx or for Queens? I'm going to say the Yankees, and that's because I'm a Yankee fan. Oh, now. what a shock. Of course. Of course, we got to say the <laughs> Yankees. Right? Of course. Uh, I, no, I actually think I think you'd be a good fit for both teams. But here's the thing. I think both teams need to remember that the days of buying your way to a championship aren't the way they used to be. So you can sign this guy if you're willing to spend the money. Obviously, we know Cohen is, is more than willing to spend the money for the, for the Mets. We know the Yankees seem like they, maybe they're, they're willing to get back to that as well. But you need to look at long-term aspirations, right? So in addition to building up the farm system... In addition to the homegrown players, all of that stuff, the long game, feel free to sign the big free agent if you can afford it. So I, I think obviously that's going to be a step up. Obviously that's going to be a help. They're calling this guy a, a generational talent. He's only 25 years old. There's a lot that he can do. A lot of scouts went over there to see what he can do, and they're very excited. Um, so I think he could be a big benefit to both teams. But I will go back to remember the long game. Remember to, in addition to, build up your own team. Yeah, and the Yankees have been trying to do that. I know, yes, your team, they're trying to get back there. Obviously, I'm sure you'd be happy if you get Yamamoto as a holiday gift. I think that would make you very happy there, Curran. Uh, let's talk about another player, another Japanese player, mm-hmm. and he's my favorite player to watch in the game right now. That is Shohei Otani, the two-way yes. superstar. Should both New York teams seriously pursue Otani, who we've been hearing could cost about $500 million or so 
Do you think both the Mets and Yankees should aggressively pursue getting Shohei Otani? Yeah. Should both teams in New York pursue Otani? I say yes. Now, we know that he's not going to even be pitching next year, right? He's going to be going through the elbow surgery. But still, I think it's a good investment long term. But I think it goes back to exactly what we were talking about. It's You cannot use this as a catch-all, as this is going to save everything, this is going to change everything. Both the Mets and Yankees need to make changes, right? They say, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Well, if it is broken, you should fix it. And both the Mets and Yankees didn't make the playoffs for the first time since 2014. So that means that changes do need to be made. And of course, you look at Steve Cohen and the Mets, you know that they're willing to spend. They have a new manager in, in Carlos Mendoza. Of course, he would love to have the tool and, and you know, have, have that tool in his uh, tool chest of Otani. And same thing with the Yankees. We've heard Brian Cashman talking about the analytics department versus gut. I think both gut and analytics are going to say, hey, you should get this guy Otani if you can afford it. Now, $500 million has is, is been rumored. Dexter, it's really easy for us to spend someone else's money. Oh, yes, so, definitely. As long as we're spending someone else's money, hey, spend that money, make these teams better. But remember, I keep going back to the same fact. You, you can't do a 1990s mentality and expect to win in the 2020s. And so that means you need to still have pieces around these big stars. Still needs to develop. That's an important part of the game. You can't just do it all through free agency. I think it's a really important thing to talk about when we're talking about building your baseball team. And we'll see how it goes. Now, for the Mets fans and the Yankees fans like Curran, they're hoping for some good holiday gifts. We will see the hot stove is heating up, Curran. The hot stove is definitely heating up. We'll see who the Mets and Yankees are able to land. All right, it's time for a bonus question. And you know what I wanted to do, Curran? Yes. I was like, look, it's the Thanksgiving holiday. Yes. So, you know, this Thanksgiving holiday just passed this past Thursday. And for me, personally, I always think it's a great time, right, with the holiday where we can reflect as a society on the things that we're thankful for. Yes. But... It's also a great time for sports fans to reflect. So I'm going to ask you this question, Kern. Lay it on me. What do New York sports fans have to be thankful for in 2023? Because, look, let's keep it, let's keep it 100 here. Yes. Hasn't been a good season for the Giants fans. I know my director, Joe, is shaking his head here in, in agreement. Jets fans, as you know, you talked about, hasn't been great. You also brought up the baseball teams. Yep. Not good in 2023 there for them. The Knicks got to the playoffs for yep. the second time in three years this past spring. The Nets, they had some issues in rebuilding. The New York Liberty was a pretty good year for them getting to the WNBA Finals. So what should fans really be thankful? you got to take one thing that fans have to be thankful for this year. What is it? Yeah, so first let's start off with you got to be thankful for all the important things in life, right? Family, health, happiness, all of those things. Now, we're talking about New York sports here, right? So, of course, there's suffering involved for all of us. So think about New York Jets and the terms. There's always two word terms that they're associated with. Butt fumble, right, of course. Now, as of last night, it was hell Mary was another one or fail, fail Mary, Mary, right? Okay, so I'm going to give you another two word term that Jets fans need to be thankful for. Speed ramp. And what is the speed ramp? That is the procedure that Aaron Rodgers had on his torn Achilles, which is allowing for a faster than normal recovery, in addition to all the work that Rodgers has been doing. As he said, he's a stubborn patient. He's putting in that work, putting in four hours plus of rehab every single day. He's trying to get back out there. So I think that we need to be, as Jets fans, thankful for the speed ramp. Because why? There's been so many issues as Jets fans that we've had. And, and I know people are going to take issue with, let's say, the offensive coordinator on the Jets or even head coach now people are talking about. But if you're going to see the Aaron Rodgers experiment through, you're going to want to give these people a chance to work with Aaron Rodgers. And at the same time, we need something to turn this around. It's been eight years since the Jets have had a winning season. They haven't made the playoffs. This is the longest streak for any professional team in North American history, right? So it's, it's been tough times. So 
We are thankful for the glimmer of hope. It's our theme for this rapid rundown. Yeah. Hope. We are thankful for the speed ramp. This is where we, this is where we are as New York fandom or Jets fans. It's thankful for a glimmer of hope. You know what Jets fans want to be thankful for, Karen? Yes. Winning at some point. That's what they want. They want to, but I know what you're saying. I hear you. You're like, look, let's take steps. Let's go into hope and let's try to move it forward. Yes. That's what we got right now as Jets fans. We've got, we've got hope and hope start step one. Speed ramp, step one, get Rod. Step two, get Rodgers back, have success at the end of the season, and then hopefully build towards something next season, maybe a decent record, maybe a playoff run, something. That's, that's what we want as Jets fans. There you go. You got to be thankful for hope. There's nothing wrong with being thankful for hope. And, you know, hope can lead to positivity Absolutely. and some other good things. Absolutely. We need that as New York fans. If we don't have hope, Dexter, what else what do we have? have? What do we have? As I don't New know. You, you're going to be full of despair and misery. Yes. Nobody, no one nobody wants, that. wants that. No one wants nah, that. You no, don't, you don't want that. That is my guy, Karen Batia. Check him out as a contributor to NBC Sports, also top-ranked boxing with ESPN, doing such a great job. Kern, it was great to have you up here. We got to do this again. Let's do this again, man. I hope that we do this again, Dexter. Look look at that. See, he's, he's on point with the theme. I had to, to bring back All hope. ties together. <laughs> Appreciate you, bro. Thank you, man. Appreciate you, man. Thank All you. Right. And that brings us to the end. Thank you so much for joining me, and thank you to my guests. If you want to follow us, uh, you can follow at A-T-E underscore podcast. That's on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to follow my personal channels, it's at C-U-R-R-A-N-B-H-A-T-I-A on Instagram and Twitter. That's at Karan Bhatia at, on Instagram and Twitter. Please subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com backslash Karan Bhatia. Uh, please check out uh, our show on iTunes. Hit subscribe. Give us a five-star review. If you want to email the show, it's asktheexpertspod at gmail.com. I am Karan Bhatia, and this was Ask the Experts. Thank you for listening to Ask the Experts with Karan Bhatia. 